0: Learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash TalkAwayTheDark. I'm Sasha Ann Simons and this is Reset. The Biden administration has extended the moratorium on student loan repayments once again, this time until the end of August. It's the sixth time in the last two years, but it's still not clear whether the president will push for the broad student debt forgiveness that he campaigned on in 2020. Here to talk through the latest is Natalia Abrams, president and founder of the Student Debt Crisis Center. Natalia, welcome to Reset.
1: Hi, Sasha. Thank you for having me.
0: Natalia, student loan debt, it's a major issue in this country, but can you just help us wrap our minds around it? Like, what is the extent of the problem? How much debt are borrowers really in?
1: Yes. So currently we have over $1.7 trillion in overall student loan debt, a trillion with a T. Um, And. 45 million plus borrowers um, that hold that debt. We see an average, you know, for undergrads around 30,000 up to 40,000, and that's just the average. We talk to borrowers every day that are underwater to $300,000 of student loan debt, um, and you know, this current pause that you just mentioned is a lifeline for borrowers, but we definitely need more, and we need permanent relief.
0: And when we talk about debt. You you said, you know, 45 plus million people. Who does debt affect the most, Natalia?
1: So we see this, like many other financial products in our country, um, affect low income borrowers, affect black and brown borrowers. Uh, We actually did Uh, multiple surveys during the COVID pandemic and our last survey um, in February of this year said that 95% of black borrowers were were not prepared to resume payments on May May 1st. Mm -hmm. And another 27% said they don't know when they'll ever be able to resume payments again. Um, But we're also seeing that this is impacting fully employed borrowers. So those that are fully employed, uh, full-time workers, 91% say that uh, they do not agree that the economy has recovered from this pandemic and they need more relief, this permanent relief that we're talking about, which is to cancel student debt.
0: As I mentioned, this is the the sixth time in two years that this uh, pause on federal student loan repayment has been extended. You just called it a lifeline. How exactly does this ongoing moratorium work, Natalia?
1: So the, the moratorium is automatic if you have direct federal student loans or most of the older family fed or federal family education loans, year loans have been on pause since March 13th of 2020. But again, the pause is not policy per se. That's, I keep going back to that permanent relief. Yeah. Um, so while this has bought people time, we have to look at canceling broad-based debt cancellation, 50000 or more, so borrowers can really get out from under uh, this financial trap that they've been in for so, so long.
0: Yeah, I mean, to your, your point, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she recently said that the extensions cause panic and disorder for, for folks who are bracing themselves and planning to start repaying only for the deadline to get pushed further ahead.
1: You know, so I would say that lifeline comment is not having to pay, we know, has been beneficial for borrowers. But having this kind of kicking the can down the road, so to speak, every three months we get another extension, it's adding confusion. Many borrowers don't know if payments will actually resume on September 1st or not. And I think that... They need to roll out policies that will really address and fix the student debt crisis. Uh, We've seen some piecemeal approaches with uh, public service loan forgiveness or for disabled borrowers. These are all good things, but we need a comprehensive plan, and that's what borrowers, I think, and what Representative uh, Cortez is saying is, when are we going to get that? Because people can't just be planning every three months, being afraid of what's about to happen.
0: And just so we're clear, while things are on pause, does interest still accrue?
1: No, that's been another positive here. It's been at zero percent interest. There has been no additional interest added during this uh, COVID pause.
0: Now, the other half of this announcement, Natalia, was that the administration plans to reset delinquent borrowers back to good standing. What does that mean?
1: So we right now have over, I believe it's 9 million borrowers in default. Before the pandemic, we were adding about a million borrowers a year into default. That means that they have not paid their loans for nine months or more, and they go into a default status. Their credit gets destroyed. It's very hard to get bankruptcy for federal student loans, so they're put into this defaulted status. I would say one of the best parts about the announcement yesterday is bringing these borrowers back into good standing. Anyone that's had that moniker of defaulted borrower no longer has it, and they're still, you know, we're still waiting the details on that plan, but that all, we do know that that will also be automatic. So borrowers will not have to apply to get rid of that defaulted status. They will be put back into good standing, and you know the details, as I mentioned, are going to be worked out because the goal is we can't allow them to default again.
0: Yeah, and uh, the criticism that the president's getting. It's coming from both sides of the coin here. You know, some Democrats are saying that the pause should be extended further until 2023. And you have Republicans saying it's costing the government money, $95 billion so far, and that it's unfair to the responsible borrowers. That's a quote. What do you make of that? Um, So I I
1: do agree that the pause should have been longer. Um, but ultimately, we agree that just debt should be canceled and the payments are turned on. And canceling debt would be a cheaper option for taxpayers than this current extension. If we cancel debt using administrative action, that's President Biden signing an executive order, that won't cost the taxpayers a dime. The department will just stop collecting on the debt's that are owed to them. It's not that Congress will ha- have to set aside a pot of money to pay for. Mm. So the, it's a misnomer that it, debt cancellation will impact the t- tax fair, especially if, and more importantly, if we do it via executive order. You know, things cost money. It would be my response to Republicans, but uh, seeing millions of borrowers go into default because they're unable to pay would also cost money. So we just need to take care of each other. Um, And that's where I think they're at least in the right direction of most borrowers not having to pay under this current president.
0: Yeah. What's the long-term solution here, Natalia? It sounds like you're saying cancel them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cancel the debt. That's the long-term solution and make college free. And I know that sounds like a lot, but we're one of the only Western nations not to have a free college or free higher education system. I'm in the state of California, which we used to have pre-college here. These are not radical new ideas. This is returning back to, uh, you know, policies that we had 20, 40, 60 years ago.
0: The president campaigned on, on student loan debt forgiveness back in 2020. What do you think he's done so far to fulfill those promises?
1: He has not turned on payments yet, and he has not come out and said that he is not going to cancel the debt. We still have an opportunity to fight and get true, meaningful relief. Uh, I believe just yesterday, Politico reported that the uh, press secretary, Jen Psaki was asked about debt cancellation and even said, uh, you know— Said or answer a question that they are considering executive action in this space so i would say for student loan borrowers that are engaged you know advocates that are engaged in this fight we are winning and now is the time to take action
0: about uh, half a million borrowers and that's uh, out of the 45 million that you mentioned earlier they've still been repaying loans during this period Is that something that more people should be doing, you think, if they can, to at least maybe pay down the interest?
1: Well, so there's some people that have been choosing to pay their loans. And then we know that there are about six million loans out there, um, roughly the same amount of borrowers that had something called a commercially held S-F-E-L loan. And they have been excluded from this pause the entire time. And their loans have been accruing interest. And these are federal loans, no fault to the borrower. So I just want to make sure that we differentiate. Yes, to some borrowers that can afford to make payments, they may want to pay their backlog of interest. But I'd also say, you know, right now, wait and see where we land with cancellation. You're not being penalized right now if you're not paying your loans because zero, it's at zero interest. You know, as And the, for borrowers that did make payments and they've realized now they can't afford it, you actually can request a refund if you've made payments during this pandemic pause time and get money back if you now realize you can't afford to do so.
0: Before I let you go, Natalia, how can folks listening find out whether they're currently eligible for, for programs that would help them reduce their student loan debt?
1: So studentaid.gov is your go-to place if you are a student loan borrower. Uh, That's the government's website to find out. You can also visit us at studentdebtcrisis.org. We have a helpful tools page, and we work directly with borrowers all the time to help navigate and help them get the answers they're looking for.
0: Can folks ask for a refund if they need it at the same site?
1: Uh, Not at our site, but at studentaid.gov, yes, they can request a refund if they've made payments. If they've had the correct loan, they should have been on pause. But they decided to make payments, yes, they can request a refund there.
0: That was Natalia Abrams at the Student Debt Crisis Center. Natalia, thank you so much. Thank you. That's it for today's Reset Podcast. For more conversations on state and city news and how it affects you, make sure this podcast is in your feed. We drop a new episode every weekday afternoon. And tomorrow, we bring you the top local headlines that you might have missed in our weekly news recap. But that's all for today. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you back here tomorrow.